Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here is your host, Mike Dowler. Thank you, Sean, from Los Angeles. I'm Mike Dowler. Welcome to Conversations Radio. It is Wednesday, August 25th, 2021, a gorgeous day in Southern California. Hey, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. And you are. Thank you so much. Lots of lots of listeners lately. Lots of followers and a lot of great shows on the way. I want to take our guest from last week, Eileen Hervonen. Eileen Hervonen is a Canadian-based actress in Vancouver. She's well-known for her role as Grace Gibbons on CW's The Flash. And she was also Cable's daughter in Deadpool 2. And she's done Hallmark movies, voice work. She actually voiced for Disney Pixar's Soul. A great resume. That podcast is up. That's episode number 106. And all our podcasts are on Apple Podcasts, so you can go to the iTunes store and search Conversations Radio, and voila. They're all tucked in quite nicely, all 106, soon to be 107 episodes. And we're on Podbean and Google Podcasts as well. It's really funny if you Google Conversations Radio, it comes up everywhere. <laughs> Places I didn't know. The podcasts are great. Check them out, and I thank you for listening. We've got a great show tonight from Drama Club. She's uh, dramatic for sure. Kensington Talman is with us. And my co-host, she's returning. She's been here before. Her sister has as well. Ava Bianchi is an actress. She's in Atlanta, Georgia right now. And she's kind of between L.A. and Atlanta, there and here. But uh, now they are all in Atlanta and certainly a lot of filming and stuff there too. Of course, that's... um, the Walking Dead country, basically. And a lot of voiceover there, too. So she has done a, a lot of stuff. Probably seen her on Game Shakers, Henry Danger. She was on with Conan on late, the Late Night Show. And she's also got a movie now opposite Rebecca Kennedy, The Unseen. Another film in the wings is Hex and Geddon. She also appeared uh, with Trinity Rose in uh, Love is the Only River, produced by Ian Sloan. I got to be careful when I say that, because one time I said, Love is a Lonely River. And that's like a totally different, totally different song, so that wouldn't wouldn't go good. Scored roles in The Undone and Chasing Shadows. I like that. She really is all things entertainment, and now she's making her way in Atlanta with mom and dad and so-so. And she's in a new school. She just turned 16. Glad to have her back. Ava and Kensington know each other, which is pretty cool. And a good backstory there as well. From Atlanta, Georgia, the best peaches in the world. I want to say hi to Ava Bianchi. Ava, how are you? Hi, I'm great. Thank you so much, Mike. Well, thank you. It is well, amazing to be back. Glad to have you back. I mean, every time you're on, so you were last on with uh, Bonnie Gordon. Yes, I was. And we talked a couple of days ago, you and I, and I told you I had re-listened to that podcast, and that was really good. Bonnie is a kick. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty Love sure Bonnie. she's listening tonight. Hi, Bonnie. You're the best. And uh, you guys, I guess, worked on Hex and Getting together. Yeah, we will be. With COVID, a lot of things put on a hold and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, pushed on the back burner. Things are slowly but surely starting to come back together and a lot of productions going on. We just had to find a way to do it to make it safe for everybody, you know. That's true. A That's lot true. of masks, a lot of isolation. Who was I talking to the other day that was basically their trailer had no windows in it? And her highlight was to go outside and get a COVID test. Now, I got to tell you, I'm not a fan of having a <laughs> Q-tip rammed up my nose, but for her, it gave her a chance to go out and you know and, and see birds and stuff and whatnot. So again, everybody's being very very careful out there, and you as well. Hey, happy belated birthday! Thank you. So and your mom had a sixteen. Sixteen, my goodness, you'll be driving soon. I know that's scary. And your mom had a birthday as well. The day after mine, is, we are well, right next to each other. Didn't that work out? When is Soso's birthday? Like next week. <laughs> right? Yeah. No. No. And tell her we said hi. Soso's the best. Of so. course. Happy birthday. Uh, 16 years old now, and you're in Atlanta and 11th grade. So you're a mm-hmm. junior. Yes. Yeah. And I you're am. in a new school. So how is that going? It's, I would say it's going pretty well. I have, I have a couple of friends that I made 
which is nice. We have homecoming coming up, and I'm oh. hoping to go. I'm hoping to make like a couple more friends maybe before then, so I can may- possibly go with a group. I'm gonna see what I can do. Well, you got to meet somebody to go to the dance too. Oh yeah. So you got a lot of I work mean, to do. <laughs> yeah. I do. I have a lot to be to be done. But again, I you, put myself out there. You're settling in, and are you close to? Mm-hmm. Is the school close to home? Very. I take the bus now, which is which is wow cool. I didn't. They didn't have buses for the school I went to in California, so it's kind of different. It's cool. You're gonna get spotted. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. You know Simone Lockhart. I mentioned her the other day. Simone Lockhart's been on our show before. She uh, mm-hmm. is is in um, Sweet Magnolias. She's also in uh, the new Jungle Jungle Cruise movie with uh, Dwayne Johnson. So uh, I should find out where. Maybe, she might even be in your school. I don't know. <laughs> I'll find out about that if you guys up because she's really cool. Okay. But Atlanta, again, great. The heat is different there. A little humid, right? It is. I I walk outside and I feel sticky. I could have just I could have just taken a shower. Yeah. And I kind of feel like I have to take one again after I go back outside. Are you doing PE at school? Um, I am. Luckily, well, you... most of it has been inside. Okay, but there you occasionally go. we do venture. Well, they've got showers there too, so you're all set. So you yeah. might you might get that you know, that, <laughs> that midday shower, you know. But I know what you're saying about that because uh, not too long ago we had some really humid days here. Great subtropical, definitely tropical weather from probably down south but man it's, mm-hmm. it's just unbearable and it makes it feel like it's like a thousand degrees so right yeah. you feel so tired yeah exactly again you're back in atlanta and again atlanta is an amazing amazing town a lot of suburbs as well mm-hmm. which is cool the atlanta skyline i understand is phenomenal it's really really something so oh um, yeah definitely. you're in a good spot and again you'll be back in la soon i know that and um yeah yeah your mom is very supportive dad too and your sister you got another sister as well i have a another little brother brother that's right let me go ahead and uh dive right in here is that okay with you eva oh yes of course (laughs) i always ask because you are the co-host and again (laughs) you've got you've got all the perks that the host has so if you ever want to have somebody on you know give me a call and i will set it up And I've got cool stuff coming up. But let's go ahead and jump right in here. Hey, uh, Kensington Tallman is an actress. She was born in Denver. That's home of the Denver Omelette and the Denver Broncos. And then went to to Philadelphia, home of the uh, Liberty Bell, as well as cream cheese. Wonderful. And then spent most of her time in New York City. And that's really where her story begins. It's all about the arts, playing the violin, creating content with her brother and really just getting herself out there. And New York is the perfect fit for that. Actually, you can create content anywhere, but New York is all about the arts there. It's, it's, yeah. it's amazing. And uh, she's now in, in Los Angeles. Uh, I know she misses New York, but making her way in LA, her early gigs were a lot of print as well as some uh, commercials. She's got a great violin story as well. She is a street performer, played violin, Wherever she could. Of course, in, in L.A., you've got to have a permit for that. I think in New York, you just play where you want to. But she played in, she played in front of the Carnegie Hall. They felt sorry for her and let her play inside. And we'll talk about that as well. She is best known for her dramatic role on Nickelodeon's Drama Club as Bianca Magic. Um, Bianca Magic, certainly very dramatic. And we've had mm-hmm. folks on there from, from there before as well. We've had Brady Amaya, Nesca Rose, who's phenomenal musician and actress love Nesca. and lily brennan uh, as well just a wonderful love, cast love her too. Uh, it's 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 a great great show we're praying for a season two i sure hope so and again the uh those episodes are i think on i think they're on netflix now i believe uh and it's like Ken, will go ahead and um let me bring her in she's ready she is like chomping at the bit uh i want to say hi to from los angeles kensington tallman kensington how are you I'm doing good. Thank you so much for bringing me on the show today, Mike. You're I'm so welcome. Excited. Now, those shows are they? They're on Netflix now. Is that right? They are not. Uh, Dr- Drama Club is not on Netflix yet. Hopefully, very soon. But you can watch it on uh, Nick.com or okay. the Nick app. Um, I believe it's also on Hulu, and you can Hulu. also watch it on the channel. Oh, okay. So it's still airing. That's great. And Ava, you guys know each other. Yes, we do. We do. We go. We, do. we go back. We go back a little while. So there, there was some babysitting going on, apparently. 
Okay. Yes. It's, it's a little bit of a long story, but while I was filming Drama Club, um, I needed someone to watch my little brother, Zeeland, and my agent, I'm really good, we're really good friends with my agent, and she calls, she's like, okay, I've got an amazing family, I'm going to hook you up with this family, they're so sweet, and so we connected with Ava's mom, and Ava came over, and I, and I just have to say, the moment you walked in the door, me and my little brother were like, Aww. oh my gosh, we love Ava so much, can she please babysit, can she please babysit Zeeland, she's so sweet, and Zeeland tonight said to me, he goes, oh, Kenzie, I miss Ava. Mommy, I miss Ava so much. Can we come and visit her? And you were so good with him, and you really just really helped him out and made him smile. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Do you know? uh, Do you know Gloria Joy Rose? Uh, I do. I do not. And Lily um, O'Brien, they met. um, I do know. I know them. Okay. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Apparently, they live in the same apartment complex, somewhere close to where you're at, actually, and. They were in, in the pool one day, and one of the residents asked if they would like to ba- maybe get babysit. And they said, sure. So that started their, that started their quote-unquote babysitting business there in the apartment. Oh, like the babysitter's and, club. Yeah. And it's really funny how they met as well. Actually, I think it was – I think Lily was in the pool, and Glory Joy came out and, and, hi, aren't you? And before she get her words out, Lily goes back underwater. It's <laughs> like, Okay. <laughs> So, but they, but they did meet and, and again, the babysitting thing. And, uh, and so, yeah, so that's what actors do when they're not working there. They're babysitting, I guess, or they're yeah, side job, you know. It beats waiting tables. So, yes. but, um, that's called, this is called the bunny trail because there's no list of questions. <laughs> we kind of like, you know, scamper off in other areas. And again, it's just a conversation. We're in the uh, yeah. conversations radio, virtual coffee house. So yes. very good. And you know what's funny you say that is I actually you're gonna laugh. I actually have a pet bunny, so Oh really? <laughs> like very cool. Drill. Very cool. Very cool. So Kensington, you know, I, I do stuff for the website and your mom sent me some stuff and I found stuff online, Aww. put this together, and as I was writing this the notes and stuff, I was I was amazed. You have you you're you are totally Aww. blessed. You were born in Denver. Yes, I was I was born in Denver. Most people don't know that about me. So now you guys know I was born in Denver. I lived there until I was four years old. And then I actually moved to Philadelphia, which a lot of people don't know that about me either. Wow. And I lived there for, I think, 14, 14 months. Yeah. Wow. And then my dad got transferred to the beautiful New York City. And we lived on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. And that's really where I grew up. I moved there um right before I turned six years old and I left New York to move to California three years ago. So I was almost 10. Your performing arts really started in New York. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Perfect timing. Ava, you've been to New York. <laughs> um, I had a brief visit. It was only a couple of hours. We saw, we saw a show and then we oh. kind of we went back. Oh. I was visiting grandparents in oh. Connecticut. I think. Oh, cool. Oh, fun. What yeah. show did you see? Um, we saw School of Rock. Oh, it was, was it so was amazing. So, right, the kids were so talented. I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going through some videos today on YouTube. I totally, totally, <laughs> that's that's the online bunny trail. There's a video out. They did a a 10 year anniversary of the movie, and they had the cast, and they did Long Way to the Top. If you want to rock and roll live, it was so cool. Yeah. That, that is awesome. That, that sounds awesome. That is a um, that's a classic, classic movie. And yeah. I actually interviewed years ago a Rebecca Julia Brown. She was on yeah. our show. She played the bass player. Oh. So eons ago, eons ago. And, <laughs> and of course, Jack Black is amazing. But the the play, oh I mean, to, to see it on stage, how was that, Ava? Was it close to the movie or no? It was amazing and right before the show started um you know they they're talking over the speakers and everything and and they announce that everyone always has this big question about the show and it's if the kids are actually playing their instruments and he said that they do and having that because sometimes you don't know there's always like a bit of like you know stage magic and stuff but it was insane to know that these kids it the music was they're just so talented and it was awesome knowing that it was it was all real of course, um, for those that like going to musicals and go to seeing stuff on Broadway, even here in LA, we've got the Pantages and whatnot. Um, yeah. Shut down for the longest time. Things are coming back now. I missed it. Certainly, um, a lot of folks did, but that's coming back, which is great. 
Yes. Especially on Broadway. Yeah. I've I've got a friend. I've mentioned this story before. They own a wholesale produce company in New York City. And most of their clients, their customers, are restaurants on Broadway. So obviously they really hurt (laughs) through this. From like 25 trucks to five trucks. So they're they're recouping. So again, uh, COVID kind of affected everything, especially the arts. And the principal players, the actors and actresses, certainly Mm -hmm. struggled as well. But everything else, all the peripheral stuff, the stagehands, the costumers, grips. I mean, that's this is their livelihood. So I'm glad they're back. And again, we're finding yeah. a way to um, to do that. Again, the bunny trail. <laughs> but you went to New York. You know, went to New York. So you were there like two hours, and you and you just took off. That was it. Yeah, pretty much. I would have loved to stay, but I think I think we had plans. Oh, okay. Well, I was yeah. born in Connecticut, actually. Original. Oh really? So yeah, from, I'm from Stanford, but I left when I was a year old. I have no idea. Oh, okay. I, so yeah, you're not familiar. No, I, I'm not. I'm not I, I like that. You're not familiar. I like that. That's a good phrase. Um, I grew up in San Francisco, so um, and I ended up down here because I got tired of the fog. So, no. so now it's heat, and I love it. Anyway, yeah. but you know what? It's still an amazing city. New York is amazing. It'll always be amazing. You know, which is cool. So. Kensington, Kensington, Kensington. Again, a lot of um, your early stuff. Music really is your your forte. You love creating music. Um, the violin. How old were you when you started that? Okay, I think I started violin at six years old. I saw one of um, my classmates in kindergarten do it. This was before I moved to New York. And I'm like, oh, I want to play violin. And my parents were like, oh, okay, sure. And then I moved to New York, and I'm like, no, I I know I legitimately want to play the violin. So they're like, okay. So I practiced really hard, and I really did like it. It was a lot of fun. And it's a, I have to admit, it's a very tricky instrument. Any yeah. violin players out there, you know how hard it is to play the violin. It's it's a lot of um, it's a lot of practice for sure. But I played that for three years, and I had a lot of stage fright before that and during that. And you know, it was really cool to you know go up on stage and go to Carnegie Hall and play, and to just be in front of all these people. And that's where my love of performing just kind of started, you know, growing. And I started getting more comfortable in front of people, and wasn't shy anymore. Started getting really outgoing, and I I, I thank my violin career so much. For but that. You, but you played violin on the, as a street performer as well. So, yes. So okay. Did, so so, so, so did you did you guys just, just like hop in a cab and like okay, just drop me off here. Or what it was? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would walk. I would take my little violin, my little baby violin. It was pretty short, you know, because I was little. Yeah. And I would walk down my streets, walk to Central Park, walk to Riverside Park, and just play for people. Wow. And people would like sit and watch, and they really liked it. And I thought it was just a fun way to, you know, like give back to the city, you know, give them some music. And I, me and my family actually went. I remember this very, very vividly. To Carnegie Hall and I had this like little Juilliard thing for my violin and it was just like very you know um, I just remember it very well and then a couple years later I actually got to perform at Carnegie Hall inside the stage on the stage through the School of Strings and playing with all these amazing violin players and cello players and it was it was one of the coolest things ever. And yeah, how was that feeling? That's that's gotta be incredible. That's that's a that's a pretty uh, substantial stage. A lot of yeah. history there. It's massive it's it's big it fit a i don't even know how many kids there were they were just lots and lots of them and every single one was so good and we all played in sync and it was just beautiful now did you get a bigger violin eventually i did so you know <laughs> as you <laughs> yeah. Ava she, laughs. she kept her little she little, yeah. still I, plays I, her I little violin, violin. mom i can see my where's my bow <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and it's all about the rosin too. It's all about the oh, rosin. Yes. Yeah. The, the little Juilliard thing, that was actually the rosin. I went to I went to like the little Juilliard gift shop and I specifically remember getting this blue and white Juilliard rosin and that was really special wow. for me. Now I played uh, stand-up bass in junior high school. Oh, wow. And loved it. I played the oh. full-size bass. No peg. I had to, I, <laughs> I had to, I had to sit on a, on a stool though because it was so, so big. Oh. But uh, loved it. And it's funny, you mentioned the violin being challenging. Again, bunny trail, here we go. The smaller the instrument, the harder it is to play. It's cello and bass, because the strings are bigger, 
they're easier yeah, to they're play. Easy. But the violin, yeah, they're, they're so small. It's like, yes. you know. Same thing with the brass. Um, you know, a brass, a tuba, trombone, big mouthpiece. But the oh, trumpet, wow. But the trumpet, you're like really, really small, you know, so. Yeah, but, um, it's. Did you have... I've always wanted to explore other instruments for sure, and not just like the strings. Because I, I I play the ukulele. I just started oh, playing cool. the ukulele, and that's just been kind of like a fun, like stress relieving, just like fun thing that yeah. I do. And so I've, I've actually I I love the ukulele. I recommend it to everybody. It's it's just like a great thing to do. It's not it's, it's not hard. It's just four strings. It's really fun. And it's fun just to do it like a, like a guitar center or Sam Ash and just noodle. Yeah. Just go in there and play. You know, yeah. Um, and they don't, they don't, they don't even care. They let you do it. Um, yeah. Except for the Martin guitars. The Martin guitars, they lock those up now. If you, if you know, yeah. <laughs> I've got a Martin. So they're they're a little pricey, but but yeah, yeah. I, ukuleles are a thing, and uh, certainly Grace Vanderwall kind of um, yes. was behind that as well. Got a chance oh to meet. Oh my goodness. Interviewed her. She started something. She's amazing. She really did. I interviewed her. God, five years really? ago. Right on the heels of AGT. And, oh my um, gosh, no way. So we had her on, and then a week later, I went down to meet her and her mom at the Lowe's Hotel where all the people from AGT were staying. And they came out of the lobby. We sat and chatted for a while. And I said to her mom, I said, I said you know Grace is going to win. You know that. And she says, she says, I don't know how. <laughs> and the rest is history, you know. Um, wow. But uh, wow. you can lady now, again, it's a, it's a huge thing. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's making them and uh but uh again um uh, a lot of fun and uh, certainly you mentioned stress relief um we just been through you know almost two years of this COVID stuff so how did you yeah. keep yourself busy because obviously nobody was working i don't know i feel like i don't know about you ava but i feel like the biggest thing was just like staying positive i mean negative COVID tests but uh, positive attitudes <laughs> um, <laughs> Stay, staying positive and just trusting, you know, and I think definitely I I think everybody really grew closer, sorry, with their family, and I got to do a lot of new fun things. I started soap making. I started a lip balm making, candle making. I did a bunch of new stuff that I've never done before. I started the ukulele around Christmas time, and, you know, I, I think, um, yeah, I just... I think really just staying positive is the best thing you can do in these times. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Ava, for you as well. Now you guys had a lot going on too, because um, obviously you were working. Soso was doing stuff, and then your yes. mom, of course, your mom has her deal as well. And then you guys moved to Atlanta. That's a lot of work. Oh yeah, it was <laughs> a lot. It was action packed. Um, I even though because things were happening, it was it was funny because so many bigger scale things were happening not much in like every day-to-day life but I still felt really like tired um what Kensington said completely agree a lot of family time which was really nice because looking looking back on it now I realized how how less we weren't very close I don't know before everything because everyone was always at school the parents were always working and then after that, I feel like we just kind of all got to know each other more. Yeah. Because I, I just didn't feel like I knew my family, really, you know? If that makes sense. Totally yeah, makes for sense. sure. Totally makes sense. And again, uh, you know, that was a challenge as well. You know, if you had family that was that was far away and uh, nobody yeah. was traveling and stuff, like it's the holidays. It's getting better. It's a little better now. But obviously, people are still careful. You know, I'm all, yeah. vac- I'm, I'm all vaccinated, so I'm good. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cautious. As a 11-year cancer survivor, I've got to be oh careful gosh. too. Yeah, 11, 11 years uh, next month. So, oh, uh, so there's that. Congratulations. Congrats. Well, thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank oh you. Oh my gosh. Seriously, so congratulations. Much. That's thank you. incredible. Thank That's you. really inspiring, though, too. I thank you. Let's go ahead and stop down just one second, guys. This is episode number 107. This is Conversations Radio. Our guest tonight is the lovely. Kensington Tellman and my co-host from Atlanta, Georgia, Ava Bianchi. Hey, again, the the the, the violin stuff is great. I mean, the music the creating. So you did some stuff with your brother, Zealand. I like that name, by the way, Zealand. That's a great name. Uh, Thank for, you for Condé Nast. I guess uh, called Kids Try. Tell me about yes. that. Yes. 
Okay, Kids Try was one of the funniest things ever. Basically, a bunch of kids try uh, various foods. And, you know, kids are very honest, especially especially my little brother. He's very blunt and will just <laughs> say whatever he wants. So it's really funny because you're seeing these kids and they don't tell you what it is until you try it. So he, I, I'm a vegetarian, so they didn't make me eat it or I'm actually vegan now, but okay. they made him eat rattlesnake. Ooh. And so he ate the rattlesnake. He's like, Oh, is this chicken? They're yeah. like, Oh um, no, it's rattlesnake. And you <gasps> know what I did? I started just screaming bloody murder. <laughs> I was terrified. But rightfully you know, so. Yeah, it was, it was really fun though. But you know, being, being able to play off my brother was really funny because he is just so funny and he will just, he, he will make you laugh. He's always been that way. And he had a little New York accent. He doesn't have it now, sadly, but he had a really thick little kid New York accent Aww. and he would talk like this. It was really cute. But he liked the snake. That's good. Keelan is amazing. Yeah. I have- Sorry. I'm just thinking about him. I miss him so much. He was Aww. the best. He was the best and sweetest Aww. kid I think I've ever met. Oh my gosh. You know what? I will have to tell him that that means so much to him. He, every day, every single day, he's like, mom, I miss Ava so much. Mom, mom, Ava, Ava. It's, he misses <laughs> you seriously so much. You guys, tell him that I feel the same. You Aww. guys, you guys collaborated a lot. You and Zilam on stuff. Too. We did, yes. And we did. He is he's always been my partner in crime. I love him so much. And you're a poet. Too, I, I am a poet. Well, I've never actually fun fun fact, I've never actually written I've never actually written poetry, but at my school we did these poetry competitions per se. And we would all uh, have a poem and we would all memorize and recite them. And I went to the finals every year and I won first place three years and second place one year and that was I, I just love that. It was just a really great place for me to overcome my stage fright and to really put myself out there in front of 200 kids. And that's where performing just really, I just loved it. It was so, I just loved it. <laughs> when did you, and, and this is a good question for Ava as well. When did you realize what point in your life that, hey, this is the arts? When did you realize that? I think, I don't know, Ava. I don't know. What, what do you think, Ava? I... For, I mean, where, the first... where, where you where you really felt it, like this is you know I'm living yeah. an artistic life. Okay, yeah. The first couple um, of years, schooling wise, I went, I went to a private school, and they were very, they were very, can't even find the word, just strict and stuff, and yes. very very academic, which is really which is really great, you know, people who want to pursue and you know do extremely well in academics that is wonderful but I I found myself I found myself struggling a bit and I just there was just a lot of pressure and I was only I was I was really young this was like kindergarten to like third grade and (laughs) wow for some reason I couldn't I couldn't keep up and then we found we found a charter school um it was an art school I had never seen anything like it even like the campus was just like open concept there was art everywhere and I immediately fell I immediately fell in love with it and that's I think when it really clicked and I was like introduced to all of that and I knew that you know this was the kind of the path that I wanted to take that's great for you as well Kensington that is amazing I have a really similar story actually my my first to uh fourth grade first grade to fourth grade I went to school very, very much like that, very strict, very, very academic, especially in New York City. And I just, it felt, it was really overwhelming and I and I learned so much. And going back, I loved the school. I made so many great friends there, but after a while it became a lot of pressure, like you said, and I need, I don't know, I just needed something more, you know, artsy. And like you said, so I, my brother actually, my little brother Zeeland started the whole trend of modeling and acting. And so I went on one of his auditions, you know, just to support him, sit, you know, and, you know, just say hi to him and whatever. And the casting director said, Hey, are, are you going to audition? I said, yes, yes, I, I am auditioning a hundred percent. It was just for a modeling job and I booked it and it was, it was so cool. And my first ever audition that wasn't even supposed to be, I booked. And from that moment on, I was just like, this is what I want to do. This is fun. I like it. 
there's there's no pressure. This is something that's just, that makes me smile. And so that's when it really started. It's really cool when the families do together. Um, Ava, obviously, you and Soso um, both doing stuff. Soso killing it in voiceover. Um, oh, she is a rock star. As are you, Kensington. You've done some stuff as well. SpongeBob? Yes, I did ADR for SpongeBob, which is so so much fun. If you don't know what ADR, basically it's a bunch of walla. So if you're like in a big like park scene or like a theme park or something, all like the chatting, that's what we do. And you do it for like eight hours, six hours. It's very, it's very, um, it's very long and you make, you scream and you'll do all these different noises and you'll go around in a circle and just right. like start chatting. It's called a donut. It's really fun. Yeah. Again, uh, my understanding of ADR as well is if you're, especially if you're out in location and an airplane flies over and they don't get your line you got to go in and, and re uh yes re-voice it. that that yeah. is also another form of adr so we had to do that for drama club a lot of the times sometimes like the mic didn't pick it up or we were too soft or too loud so sometimes we'd have to go in and um we'd have to like dub those lines in which was really actually fun we've, we've been talking a lot on the show about the about the show evil which is on uh paramount oh, plus yeah. now and Originally, that was on CBS, and uh, a funny story on that. And we'll talk about our guest for tomorrow night as well, because we got more from Evil coming on. Um, it was on CBS, so when it went to Paramount right. Plus, they went in, in the studio and they ADR'd some stuff and added some colorful language that you wouldn't hear on CBS. So being oh. on being on Paramount Plus now, they can kind of go that way. So yeah. Oh. So yeah, ADR fun fun times for sure. Yeah. Kind of voiceover, but <laughs> not really voiceover, but kind of voiceover. Blaze yeah. and the Monster Machines. That's on Nick yes. Jr. You did that. What what was I your did. role on that? So I can't talk about it okay. yet because it, it hasn't it okay. hasn't been released. But it's coming out. has not been released. But we'll I just did a guest star and it was so much fun. And again That is awesome. Uh you did Side Hustle. Now Side Hustle is a huge, huge thing. Being on that show was a blast. It was so much fun. It was actually my first multi-cam and it was such like a great learning experience and i got to play the super fun character her name is ruby she's lex's cousin right. and it was really fun because she's you know she seems like this really sweet and innocent girl and then she's not evil she is not evil <laughs> she just has a mischievous side to her and you will see that she's she's a little mischievous and it was and, really fun to explore that and then more on nickelodeon um that girl lele you yes. play Tiffany. Can you talk about that at all? Yes. So That Girl Lele comes out September 24th. I'm very excited. And it stars That Girl Lele and Gabrielle Nevaeh-Green. Oh, yeah. And everybody on that cast is so sweet. Caleb Brown, P3, Tiffany Daniels, Tommy Hobson, and our creator, David A. Arnold. Everybody is so funny and brilliant. And everybody on that cast just brings something different and unique. And I think that's what's going to make the show just so cool and so amazing. And I play Tiffany. I can't talk too much about it. Um, I'm a reoccurring guest star. And Tiffany was a lot of fun to play. And you mentioned the synergy. Again, that's part of the process as well, where they put you all together and see how you guys interact with each other. And that's always fun, too. And you, yes. pretty, you pretty much know, you know right away if, what's going to happen, and uh, it works out. Uh, Ava, favorite Nickelodeon show? Favorite Nickelodeon? Oh my goodness, that is kind of on the spot. Um, I feel like I feel like this could sound a little basic, but I've been watching SpongeBob. Yeah. As long as I can remember, I, it's just a classic, and I did not know that you did ADR for that, and that is awesome. That is really great to know. Gonna have to listen. To every every single episode now. We had um, we had Carlos Alas Rocky on here not too long ago. He's a, he's a voiceover artist here in SoCal. Uh, his daughter Riley is also a, a voiceover artist too, um, but he voiced for he voiced for SpongeBob, and and everybody's everybody that does voiceover at some point either knows someone or has themselves um, voiced on that show, which is great. Uh, his daughter That's Riley, so cool. uh, she's all I think eleven years old. She got the part of Rock Talk on. Star Trek Prodigy, which is an animated Star Trek franchise that'll go on Paramount oh Plus. So again, as I said before, a, a, a entertainment family. You know, they're all doing stuff together. But the voiceover thing, and I've mentioned this a thousand times on the voiceover stuff as well. And again, SpongeBob too, amazing, amazing animated feature or man, animated show. They had the SpongeBob character at Universal Studios for many years. 
as well. <laughs> um, it, the, the voiceover stuff didn't stop. It just kept going during all this because everyone's That's voicing true. from their closet, you know. <laughs> Remote, yeah. Yeah, you know, um, and um, for, for sure, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of longevity in that. And once you're in, you're in. You're on their radar. Yeah. And you, and they they call you. And I've heard of cases where people go into voice stuff. And they say, hey, are you done? Like, yeah, okay. Come on, we need your voices real fast. And they bring you to this to you, your voice someone else. So you're going to be like, wait a second, like five shows in one day, you're voicing stuff on. It's like, oh, geez, you know. Yeah. So, Vo- but, uh, voiceover is really so much fun. And like you said, everybody kind of does it from their closet now. Yeah. So we, we upgraded our system. And at first, we would literally record on my mom's phone. Yeah. And it wasn't the best quality. Right. And then during COVID, we got the professional foam. A friend gave us a really nice microphone, and now we're all fancy and high tech. I mean, this high, we're not great at tech, but you, you know what I mean. We we've actually I recorded Blaze and the Monster Machines from my closet. Have you used that uh, Source Connect? You know what? We use Audacity, but okay. we sometimes I, I have used Source Connect like one time before, but we we usually use Audacity. I feel like it's just the easiest form, and it's free. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's free. I mean, it's like if you let me tell you, if you go out and get Adobe Audition, which is mm-hmm. standard for most people, they, it's, it's like it's like it's like ninety bucks a month. It's it's, it's crazy. Oh, you, okay. you can't oh, you can't buy it. You've got what? to you've got to rent it. Um, oh gosh. Yeah, really, it's really it's a racket. But uh, Audacity, <laughs> Audacity, that's what we're recording on right now. It's all Audacity. It works out really well. Yeah. And um, it, it's funny because before it went on, um, Kenzie was was like. Yeah, the audio quality is is really good. That can't be Zoom, you know. So, but it no, works. Yeah. And for voiceover Fair again, head. you know, once the engineers get a hold of it, they can take it and, and clean it up, and, uh, and and you're you're good, and you sound like a million. Oh my bucks. gosh. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, sometimes during COVID, you you will do it from your closet. But I actually got the blessing of going into a studio because. I'm um, a reoccurring on a Disney Junior show that hasn't come out yet, so I okay. can't talk about it. But I know you'd, 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 you'd have to kill me. Studio. I know, yeah, you'd, you'd have to know. kill me. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> so how is that going in though? Now, because again, during COVID, folks didn't really do that. Are they? Are you? Are you in by yourself or with other folks in the room? Or, or how's that working? It was usually for voiceover. It depends. If it if you're if it's like a big cast or it's like a lot of different people, you sometimes will get to do it with other people. But especially during COVID, it's just you in the booth and you know obviously my mom, but she's wearing a mask, right. and I got to take my mask off, you know, from when I'm doing my lines. But all the directors, producers, they're all on Zoom, so I just see them on a big screen, and literally the only person actually there is the engineer. Wow, it's a sound engineer. So Very yeah, cool. times have changed. <laughs> But so, let's go ahead and uh, and 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 move forward here because we're we're getting low on time. We're gonna go over. I kind of thought we would. Um, I hope you're not tired yet, Ava, because I know it's late back there. Um, oh, no, I'm <laughs> energized, wide awake. Drama club, yeah. Nickelodeon <gasps> drama club. Tell me about the process of getting that role for that because because the show is really it's hilarious. Kind of got a glee oh. feeling to it, but uh, you talk about synergy among the cast. Everybody just just works on that. It works so good together. So tell me how you got that role. Yes. Thank you so much. So I actually first, this is a kind of a fun story. I first auditioned for Darcy and I went back again. I think it was like the next week for Darcy. And then the third time I went in, uh, they asked me to audition for Bianca. Ah. And I was like, Yes, I will audition for Bianca. I'm so excited. <laughs> and I I definitely it was definitely a big jump. So I changed my wardrobe. You know, I really got into character. I, I specifically remember wearing this giant puffy faux fur red coat. <laughs> and I, 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 I think my I phone yeah, in and a yeah. lot of selfies and like different like, you know, selfie faces like duck face and um or like duck lips and smiley face and that became a huge part of Bianca. But I remember just walking into that boardroom audition room and just really feeling like Bianca, like Bianca magic. <laughs> and, we, and then about a week later, I got the call saying that I booked it. Yeah. Well, and again, we've had Lily Brennan on. She played Darcy. We've had her on. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love Lily so much. Everybody on Rama club. We are so tight. We are best friends. I love them all to death so much. <laughs> and of course, Brady and Maya as well. Brady's my neighbor. Love Brady. Brady is like, he's like, he's like four doors down from me. Seriously. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> I 
so really crazy. Cool. Like, what a small world. And again, uh, Gertie Nesca Rose, we had her on as well. So I love Nesca too. So, I, I actually just saw her the other day. Oh, cool. We did an escape room together with her twin sister, Libby. Oh, wow, so yes. That was really fun. Bianca versus Kensington. Any similarities? <laughs> Ava, Bianca you... and Kenzie are very, or Kensington are, are very different, I have to admit. But something they do share is Bianca is very bold and she is not afraid. She just, she puts herself out there, you know, and you really got to respect that about her. She's so much confidence. And I think, you know, I, over the years have gotten more confidence about myself and, you know, put myself out there and, you know, I'm very bold. So I really love that about her. But again, drama club, definitely the perfect name for that. Um, yes. Uh, Ava, who's more dramatic? You or Soso? Oh, oh, I, without a doubt, Soso. Really? Ball of fire. I don't know how else to explain Soso. Now, Ava, have you watched the show? Um, yes, I saw the first couple of episodes, and I, Aww. I can say that it is it is one of my favorite um, Nick shows. You can tell, oh, you can you. tell by watching that the cast has a ton of chemistry and everything. It's just it's it's. Really great. Thank well, you. When I when I see Darcy on that show, I think Dwight from The Office. Yes. <gasps> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh! And you know what? In in the script, you know what's funny is actually Curtis who's played by Rendoy, he, the, the reference was Curtis, or sorry, the reference was uh, Dwight from The Office with those glasses. Yes. I love Ren too. Oh my gosh. He is so funny. Every time I see him in his, uh, in the lighting booth, I just start cracking up. I just start dying laughing. Because Darcy's really Max, like, yes, yes, ma'am. Yeah, 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 exactly. And supports a hundred percent. Sometimes, to yeah. the, sometimes to the extreme. But yes, it's a little extreme, but that that that's why we love Darcy. I think everybody is either a Darcy or either a Mac. I have to admit, I think I think I'm a combination of both, really. I'm kind of like Darcy and kind of like Mac or Mac in two different ways. Well, the show is hilarious. Um and you, you got to love Gertie because uh, that's Nesca Rose. Oh, yes. Because it's a very kind of a deadpan kind of a presentation, <laughs> but she's not not a lot not a whole lot of lines like everybody else. But when she when she says something, it's very very witty or funny, you know. She is so funny. When I first saw her on the on the Zoom table read, I the whole cast just started laughing and like we couldn't stop. <laughs> it was she was just like in character the whole time. And if and if you know Nesca, she's like the sweetest person she's so kind and she plays Gertie so well and she just brought something unique to Gertie that I feel like nobody else could bring yeah she again she plays that part so well and it's, it's she really what, does what's funny is is the fact that um it's like just it's just it's, it's just it's so quick and witty it's funny you know which, which, yes. lines I mean like the, the line I've, I've got that sound bite somewhere too for the corn oh I mean for it, the corn yeah for the corn. Yeah. <laughs> and when she was For on, the corn. I just get played over and over again, you know. For the corn. I ran into the ground, you know. So, and she would laugh every time. So sometimes I'll text her to say hi and I'll say, for the corn. And then sometimes, because she's, she's from Israel, so I'll, I'll write yeah. it I'll write it in Hebrew and I'll put it on there. So, do you know Hebrew? Do you speak Hebrew? I don't. I don't. I was raised um, Judaic, so I learned to read it at some point, but I forgot everything. So it's, it's, it's knowing a Nesca, knowing Nesca, she will teach you. I'm sure. I'm sure. And again, once again, a fantastic family with uh, Nesca and Libby and her mom. I mean, they're just, just yes. wonderful. Um, and it's wonderful family. Nesca again, Nesca plays, Nesca Rose plays Gertie on drama club. They came here. She didn't speak English. She didn't know English. And now she's an actress and writing music and good music. Everyone, yes. everyone on that show has stuff going on. Um, oh my gosh, yes. You've got a lot of stuff going on. Brady with his dancing, an amazing dancer. Oh, Brady is the best dancer I've ever seen. I don't even know. I, I watch his videos on Instagram. I'm like, how is that possible? I, I, I don't even know how he does it. I'm just in awe when I watch him. So Brady, if you're listening, you are the best dancer ever. <laughs> and Lily Lily is, loves to sail. She's big, the sailboats. Oh my gosh, yes. 
I'll, we'll call, I'll call Lily and I'll be like, hey, Lily. And I'll text her. She's like, oh, actually, I'm sailing right now. And I'll be like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, and she's also a certified scuba diver, right? Yeah, it's crazy. And Ava plays uh, tennis. So there you go. You yes, guys all yes. have these skills. It's good to have these tools in your toolbox because people look at that and they go, wow, this, this is somebody that's versatile. Um, 100%. Yeah. But again, check the guys again. Check it out, guys. Uh, Drama Club. It's on Nickelodeon and Hulu. Um, Bianca, of course, a major player on that, played by the lovely Kensington <laughs> Kensington Tallman. Um, just hilarious show. And again, I'm so glad you had the opportunity. And again, we are praying for a season two on that. Nickelodeon yes, oh, shows yes. and Disney shows, for that matter, have a lot of longevity, and they tend to they go do. on and on they, and on. They and really on. do. And you're in the Nick family now. I know you're very grateful about that. Oh so. my gosh, yes! Being being part of the Nickelodeon family is so so amazing. I love Nickelodeon. They're they're just like such a fun network to work on, and especially you know being able to go home at night and watch the show with my family. You know, being appropriate content for all all my family and my cousins and my friends, and you know I. I'll get texts from my family to be like, oh my gosh, we just watched Drama Club again. We love you so much. So, Aww. you know, really to just work for a family-friendly network is really special. Are you able to watch yourself on TV and not cringe? Sometimes I'll be like, oh man, I wish I would have said that differently. Or <laughs> sometimes I'll have that moment. But honestly, I have, I just have to like recognize and I feel like you know, if, if you're an actor or an actress or you want to be, you have to recognize all the hard work that you put in. And I don't know if Ava, you, you have a hard time watching yourself too, but you have put in so much hard work. And if you can recognize that, you know, it's just, you know, you really just have to appreciate it. You say, you know what? I worked so hard for where I am today and I'm grateful for that. That is true. That is a great, that is a great way to think about it actually. Cause that is something I probably should improve on <laughs> <laughs> me too though me too but when you're yeah. in the when you're in the moment you're taping a show like that is there a is there a feeling of like hey this is going to be huge or are you kind of not in that in that space that mind space i think i'm usually not in that mind space um i'm just trying you know like really trying to stay in the moment and what's really fun about drama club is it's a single cam and it's a mockumentary which means the cameras are our BFF. So we get to look into camera, which is not like every other show, you know, it's like the office. Yeah. And so I think that's what makes it really, really unique and different. And being able to c connect with the camera is, is a lot of fun. The, op uh, the office is good for that though, because the office, they just like, they just like, you know, stare and it's, like, it's hilarious. Uh, I could watch the office for hours. And you realize, you know, Michael in the office, any place would have yeah. fired him by now. You, it, I mean, the stuff he does, you just can't do. And I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure what uh, what Dwight's motive is, but he's totally like Darcy, and Darcy's like Dwight. So. Yes. So oh, yeah. I feel like his motivation is it Star Trek, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's also a heck of a drummer, I understand, a musician too. So, hey, we are, we are winding down again. We wore masks for the last two years. Have you been spotted in public yet? You know what? I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, because I'm very, very different from Bianca. I wear my mask everywhere, and I also yeah. wear glasses. I don't know if you guys know this about me. Most, most people don't, but I wear glasses, and I also dress very differently from Bianca. I'm usually, you'll see me in sweatpants uh, or a sweatshirt <laughs> most of the time or in my pajamas, and Bianca's always camera ready. <laughs> so, well, not like yet. Again, a great I feel show. Like that's kind of nice. It sometimes, is yeah. being separate from a character that you play. Yeah, you know, because then people can kind of more think of you as your own person and not just yeah. just correlate you with you know beyond. Yeah, and you know, like really get to know you as a person, and mm -hmm. you know, not just like you for being on a TV show or something, which I I I'm so grateful for and have been blessed with that. Uh, an amazing career so far, at just thirteen, right? 13 i wow. just turned 13 yeah another birthday happy birthday all these Thank birthdays you. Yeah. teenager wait, wait till february Ooh. yeah how was that now you've gone from 12 to 13 you feel any different it was, i mean a little bit i feel like i mean i don't know i i don't really know how to feel about it yet i'm still processing it but i will always be a kid at heart oh sure i will always be a kid at heart okay. Aren't you aren't, aren't aren't you glad Ava that you're not back in middle school in a new city? 
Because middle, <laughs> school, middle, school, yeah. middle school is like awkward. I mean, yeah, uh, as it is. Yeah, really awkward. And then to, yeah. to a geographic like that, that's that's crazy. And again, you're I feel in like the, middle school has that reputation of yeah. being kind of a weird, awkward place. So I, I've done homeschool all of middle school. So thankfully, I haven't experienced that just yet. So <laughs> good, good. Hey, we are out of time. How can they follow you on uh, social media? So I'm on Instagram. It's just Kensington Tallman. And I, I post all my stuff there. I also love to post my bunny, Cinnabunny. I love to post all sorts of stuff about him because he is so cute and I love him so much. And you'll find Kensington's resume on imdb.com, of course. Yeah. And uh, really, the story with, with the violin and stuff, playing outside, playing inside, <laughs> that is at least a short movie, a short, a short film. I think that's <laughs> amazing. Just, just you playing in different spots, you know, in the park. I can imagine that. Getting out of the I cab and playing. Being in the backseat of the cab, rosining your bow up, you know, and you're like, you're like, you're like, right here, stop here. You know, you put everything yeah. away, and you're like, you know, setting up. You, you know what? I, I should go pitch that to Nickelodeon right now. You Let should go do that. You could, you could so easily write that. Uh, and uh, oh, sure folks can help you. It, it's really good. Kensington Tallman from Denver to Philadelphia to the streets of New York to Carnegie Hall and now here in L.A. living the dream. Part of Nickelodeon, voiceover, the world is your oyster on the half shell. Yes. For sure. Thank you so much for coming tonight. A great, great Thank you so much guest. for having me. It was you're, so good. You're so amazing. good to meet you, Mike, and so good to see you again, Ava. Oh my gosh. Oh, amazing. It's been way too long. It's it's been way too long. We we need to come out to Atlanta and visit you. Seriously. Oh yes. Hundred percent. We have hundred <laughs> Yes. Ava, I'm not oh? done with you yet. Okay. So you've got stuff coming up. What do you got? You got uh, Hexageddon. You're starting on that. We have Hexageddon and The Unseen actually just changed Ooh. titles. Yes. Um, It's going to be, we're going to be filming about sometime next month. So Great. Yeah, that is, it's really exciting. It's been a long time in the making. I'm excited to get it done. Uh, Henry Henry Danger, um, mm-hmm. Game Stopper, Game Stopper. So you, you've done so much. We'll definitely have you uh, back on again. Kensington, you'll come back on, right? Of course. I would love to come back on. Seriously, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Guys, thank you. And and congratulations, Ava, on everything you're doing, too. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Same to you. You have a lot coming out that we're going to have to keep an eye on. Ava, Ava, they can follow you on uh, Instagram and Twitter, right? Yes, Instagram and Twitter at Miss Ava Bianchi, M I S S. So easy. Very good. Yeah. Kensington Tallman, Ava Bianchi, I thank you. We thank you. We thank you. You're the one who brought us together. We will thank s- you. We will see you guys soon. And again, a great, great show. Hey, that's a wrap, folks. Uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio. So long. Mm-hmm.